You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. We are back with an instant reaction podcast to the spring game. The spring is a wrap. Miami held their annual spring game on Friday night at Drive Pink Stadium in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I thought it was a nice little atmosphere, a nice little crowd, uh, good energy for the game as well. And Gabby, I think going into the game, you know, with with the changes in the coordinators, all eyes in particular were on the offense, the new style of offense, spread offense, what's it going to look like, how open would Mario Cristobal allow an offense to be. Shannon Dawson comes from the air raid tree. Is he really going to be able to run that type of system, et cetera, et cetera? Gabby, I think, you know, if, if I'm a fan, if I'm a Miami fan right now, I'm feeling pretty good about the way this offense looked in the spring game. Again, it's going to be a vanilla approach in the spring game, but you could still get a little taste of what is to come. Receivers spread out wide. Uh, they throw the ball deep outside the numbers often. Uh, there's plenty of space for the slot receivers to exploit. Lots of little pop passes or reverses. Um, they they definitely work all parts of the field in this offense. They even showed some tempo at times, Gabby. After getting that first first down of a given drive, they would crank the tempo up at times. In general, I think it was exciting, particularly with the first team offense. Tyler Van Dyke looked sharp the whole day. I think the first three possessions for the first team offense, they took the ball down into the red zone on all three drives. Didn't get a touchdown to that third drive, but they were moving the ball pretty effectively uh, early on. Tyler, I think, so in spring game, just so everyone knows, we also have to be unofficial stat keepers ourselves. So... Uh, but but we at Inside the U had Tyler, I think, going 22 of 29 for 286 and two touchdowns. So he did a good job, looked comfortable, looked sharp, similar to what we saw Tuesday. Gabby, what was your takeaway with Tyler? Also, too, I want to note this. I think, and I'm not saying he's like going to be Mr. Runner guy now, but I think he little he showed a little bit more pocket presence, a little more mobility inside the pocket and getting out of the pocket buying some time i understand quarterbacks can't be touched in the spring but i do think there was a little bit of an improvement there from tyler compared to what we saw last year yeah i mean again i what you said earlier like i I feel like just as an observer you know i was encouraged about what i saw from this offense and again it was i mean they, they threw the ball you know vertically uh you know they they pushed it downfield you know i think they i feel it i feel like they took 
uh, a few shots at the end zone or really just, you know, again, just kind of driving it. And, you know, some of those were complete. I mean, Jacoby George made a really, really nice play, uh, you know, in the, in on really right in front of me and you, David. And again, I think maybe we have to go back to, to the replay and see if he really did get that one foot down. But from my angle, from my perspective, I kind of immediately thought he got a foot in again, just a really good, again, I, I think just kind of coming in in the preview, uh, I kind of wanted to see those guys connect, uh, you know, again, just vertically, again, like we said, David, outside the numbers. And I, I think Jacoby George flash, and I think that's good. I'm not, I still think Miami needs to go out and get a wide receiver and, you know, just add more to that room. But I think, again, you can even be encouraged, uh, encouraged by what you saw from Jacoby George. Uh, Colby Young, I thought, did some, did some good things at times. And then again, I think, I think we saw that Restrepo is still Tyler's go to guy. And again, I think we saw, you know, again, I think I think we're turning the page on what that Miami offense was in 2022, and I think we're you know again it's just this is what it can again it's kind of a flash you know and just a, a picture of what uh, you know it's going to be moving forward. So I don't know. I felt I felt good about the way that they were moving the ball, and then all all this uh, while considering the fact that both uh, guards were were not playing Javian Cohen and Inez Cooper, uh, you know, didn't really get a, a, any runs. So even despite that, I think the offense still kind of did their thing. So I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, that's worth noting too, because that's a little bit of a newsy thing. So Javian Cohen, I would say tweaked his knee during pregame warmups. You know, they, they kind of go live in pregame on the line of scrimmage. He tweaked his left knee, couldn't give it a go, you know, I'm no doctor, but it doesn't look to be all that serious. So I don't think it's going to be something significant that knocks him out. Just not worth, uh, you know, pushing it in a spring game. I don't really have clarity as to why Inez Cooper did not go, um, but he was not a go. And you're right. I Early on, again, they, they moved the ball well. I do think there was a time maybe late in the second, early in the third, where things kind of sputtered and the defense start and get, started to get some pressures uh, on those second-team interior guys that entered the game. Uh, but overall, solid showing by the first-team offensive line. Good to see Don Chaney break a nice long run. Very encouraging. He's a guy easy to root for, you want to root for. Good guy. Bad injury luck. He seems to be on his way back. Um, so that was encouraging. Um, tight end Riley Williams had that nice yeah, uh, touchdown. That was nice. Kind of there at the end. I guess, I don't know, they might have not called it a touchdown, but it was a touchdown. Uh, got vertical. So um, defensively, to me, Gabby, I'll say this. Well, let me go back to the offense. Quarterbacks. Jakari Brown not the sharpest day um not what we saw during the tuesday practice we got Mm -hmm. to watch so it was an up and down performance this week and that's just something he's got to get more consistent at right you can't have those types of swings during during a week this was not jakari at his best and he i think would be the first to tell you it wasn't good enough tonight just from my vantage point watching the game just not quite getting the ball out quick enough not seeing things quick enough so that needs to be a focus um you know i think the accuracy was fine for the most part but just getting the ball out quick processing things a little quicker uh is where things kind of broke down for him tonight emory williams i think performed pretty well considering he's an early enrollee freshman 
of course had that long touchdown pass to uh, Nathaniel Joseph there at the end so encouraging signs from Emery he's got to keep stacking keep working uh, but there is definitely something there to develop defensively uh, Gabby it was very 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 vanilla compared yeah. to what we see in practice a lot of base looks that's not what yeah. Lance Gidry is about so that's worth saying but to me two guys flash in particular on defense Ruben Bain three sacks I think some might have had three and a half sacks yeah. but he was impressive the early enrollee freshman defensive lineman definitely going to be a guy that plays this year as a true freshman and then to me man Francisco Maui Go is just all over the oh, field yeah. always around the ball I think they have their answer at middle linebacker. I think he's going to be their best middle linebacker since Shaq Quarterman. And that is filling a huge position of need for the last, what, three seasons or so? Uh, so those are my takeaways on defense. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, again, I, I, we, I don't think we saw a lot. I think they, they had a formation that I thought was pretty interesting where they kind of kicked Nigel e. Kelly inside. Uh, Wesley Besaint was kind of coming off the edge. Uh, they kind of do like a stand-up edge type of like you know kind of stand-up defensive end type of thing. I saw it with Cyrus Moss and and uh, some of these other guys. I think it was Nigel e. Kelly and Cyrus Moss or, or something like that that I thought was pretty interesting. Just how they kind of used those ends and how they blitzed uh, Wesley Besaint off the edge, just kind of like a pass rusher in like a pass rushing way. Which again, I thought that that was maybe like one of like the more the more like I don't know interesting formations that we saw. But yeah, I, I thought defensively. Uh, they were fine. I mean, I think, uh, you know, at cornerback, I thought Daryl Porter made a couple good plays. I thought Devontae Brown made a couple good plays that time. Yeah, Devontae Brown had a nice pass breakup. Uh, I thought Jaden Harris was pretty good coming out of the nickel. Uh, there was a time that I think Emery tried to kind of hit uh, Nathaniel Joseph out of the slot. And, I mean, I've seen Nathaniel Joseph run past a lot of people, but uh, Jaden Harris was kind of stride for stride with him, and that felt incomplete. Uh, I thought in the run game, especially in that first half, he kind of came He kind of came from that nickel spot and, uh, you know, made a play, uh, you know, showed that physicality. So I thought Jaden Harris uh, w- was pretty good. And then Francisco Malgo, like you said, I mean, he like I forgot who it was that he basically chased him downfield and kind of, you know, angled him out. Yeah, it was Jacoby kind of like angled him out. And I thought he just took a really good route to that, you know, you know, to Jacoby to, to make that play where really there was not many other people around the football there so um you know Reuben Bain was awesome again I think it's just natural at this point that we're just gonna you know to expect Reuben Bain to just perform at a really high level I think that's what we've come to expect but even here as a true freshman I think uh we're seeing that he's kind of mature beyond beyond his years and like when you know like kind of saying what you what you said David I feel like he is someone that's gonna get on the field and that they're excited about and again I think he showed here that he's capable of uh playing at this level so uh, I think that there's, again, a few bright spots on defense as well. So overall, good spring. You know, uh, I don't know if I really want to go into this. But for to me, good spring, positive steps forward. Still kind of like a 7 or 8 win team to me. Uh, that can improve with development in the summer. Transfer portal additions here coming up soon. Gabby, let's have a recruiting minute. Yeah. Spring game's important for recruiting purposes as well. Tell us what the people need to know. Yeah, uh, I mentioned on the morning podcast, Colin Simmons was a name that I thought could show up. He did show up. He's the number three overall player on the 24-7 sports composite. Uh, He was hanging out with Jason Taylor. I think that that is a good sign. Uh, Justin Scott, the five-star defensive lineman. I mean, I think Miami's in a really, really good spot there. 
Uh, he's in town with his best friend's family. His best friend's older brother plans to walk on at Miami next year. And uh, his best friend is also seriously looking at Miami as his college choice. So um, I do think that Justin Scott and Miami is a situation that, you know, we really need to closely uh, watch here over the course of the cycle. That's a really big deal. Uh, California group came out. Uh, so T.A. Cunningham, the top 247 defensive lineman, Aiden Breland, who's the five-star defensive lineman, and the 2025 quarterback, Bakeem Kritza. Uh, all three of them were just kind of raving about how much they loved Miami the first time and how they wanted to get back. T.A. Cunningham told me that he just wanted to make sure that what he felt the first time kind of wasn't fluky, and he said it definitely wasn't. Uh, Aiden Breland loved the way that the defensive lineman kind of went after it. Uh, he says he's feeling really, really good about Miami. I mean, he said, I guess he's going to drop a top 10 here soon. So uh, he basically said Miami was, uh, you know, definitely going to make that. So that's a good sign with one of the nation's uh, very best. Uh, talk to oh, Chance Robinson committed to Miami. I probably should have led with that. Uh, Chance Robinson commits to Miami, the top 247 wide receiver out of St. Thomas Aquinas. Um, he's going to already kind of put that recruiting cap on. He was at Miami with Josiah Trader, the five-star athlete out of uh, Chaminade Madonna. Uh, he acknowledged that he really liked what he saw from the offense and was definitely happy that, you know, to watch Chance make his decision to commit to Miami. So, um, yeah, I think uh, overall it was a, a really nice recruiting day. Uh, I think a lot of positive feedback coming out of that. So, uh, just stay tuned for, uh, you know, the, the, the insider. All right. Appreciate everyone for listening. One, I want to mention too, we got a 50% off deal for an annual sub transfer portal window opens Saturday, April 15th. Uh, recruiting never stops positive vibes around the Miami Hurricanes football program right now. So fun spring. Uh, let's put a bow on it and summer workouts are ahead. And, uh, 2023 should be much better than 2022. And with that, we'll get out of here. And until next time, take care.